This broadcast was sponsored by A Cat Called Monster, a book about a Singapore cat with a crooked tail. It's available from Amazon. Hello, this is Leslie Schaefer, and this is How the World Looks from Singapore on Tuesday, April 3rd, 2018. These are the top headlines today. Markets in Asia were mostly lower in the wake of a sell-off on Wall Street on Monday after U.S. President Trump attacked Amazon. Two Singaporeans who were caught listing condos on Airbnb pleaded guilty. A woman who allegedly was housing foreign workers in overcrowded conditions faces charges. Malaysia accepted a boat of Rohingya who were fleeing violence in Myanmar. A Malaysian food fight erupted on the internet, and an Indonesian minister has threatened to shut down Facebook. In the markets, the Straits Times Index and Japan's Nikkei Index each lost 0.5%, but Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index added 0.3% in its first trading day after a four-day holiday weekend. European shares were trading lower. In the United States, Futures indicated Wall Street might open slightly higher, but that was after the three major indexes tumbled on Monday. That sell-off was led by tech stocks, with the Nasdaq losing 2.7% on Monday, in part as U.S. President Trump indicated that he would launch some sort of vendetta against Amazon. Amazon's shares were down by more than 5% on Monday. Analysts have speculated his attacks on the tech company something that would be highly unusual from any other White House, were related to Amazon founder Jeff Bezos' ownership of the Washington Post, which has been on point in its political coverage. Trump has falsely said on Twitter that Amazon owns the Washington Post. Vanity Fair reported on Monday, citing four sources close to the White House, that Trump is looking at ways to escalate his Twitter vendetta against Amazon in hopes of further damaging the company. That followed an Axios report last week that said Trump is obsessed with hurting Amazon. Some analysts have noted that false attacks intending to hurt a company's stock price could be illegal under securities laws and may even constitute share manipulation. But according to Vanity Fair, Trump is looking at other ways to hurt Amazon as well, such as canceling a post office deal and a contract with the Pentagon. None of this is a world leader's usual response to facing critical media coverage. Two Singaporeans, who were caught listing condos on Airbnb, pleaded guilty in court on Tuesday and were fined 60000 Singapore dollars each, or $15,000 per charge. They could have faced fines of up to $200,000 per charge. The two former property agents had earned at least $19,000 over five weeks from the listings. It was the first case brought under the rules on short-term leases, which were issued last year. The two men had leased four condo units for less than six months without permission from regulators. Private homes have a minimum lease period of three consecutive months, while public housing leases have a six-month minimum. That's according to a Channel News Asia report, which said Airbnb didn't have an immediate comment. It's not clear why Airbnb allows Singapore listings on its platforms. In another housing dispute, a 53-year-old woman was charged for helping to house foreign workers in overcrowded private residences. Chao Fangxing, the managing director of Sinostar, faces 21 charges, as does her company. A Ministry of Manpower investigation found that she gave her consent 
for her company to sublet a unit to an employer to house 21 foreign workers, exceeding the maximum of eight people at that time. The unit had illegal partitions and conditions were unsanitary, the ministry said. For those charges, she could be fined up to $10,000 or up to 12 months in jail or both. Both Joe and Sinostar also faced charges for changing the use of the private residential units to workers' dormitories without planning permission. For those charges, both Joe and her company could be fined up to $200,000 per charge. In regional news, a boat carrying more than 50 Rohingya fleeing Myanmar arrived in Malaysia on Tuesday. The Malaysian Maritime Enforcement Agency chief said all of the passengers were handed over to immigration authorities for humanitarian reasons. That could be an indirect indication that they will be allowed to stay in the country. It's a sensitive issue amid fears that it could encourage a new wave of arrivals by boat, although the upcoming monsoon season makes that unlikely. Myanmar's harsh military crackdown on the Rohingya sent nearly 700,000 people fleeing into neighboring Bangladesh. But the camps in Bangladesh are overcrowded and the conditions there are poor. United Nations statistics indicated an estimated 70,000 Rohingya refugees and asylum seekers are already living in Malaysia. That's according to reports from AP News and the AFP. A Malaysian food fight continued with the British High Commissioner to Malaysia, Vicky Trudell, weighing in. She stated unequivocally that chicken rendang, served with nazi lemak, is, quote, never crispy. That was after a recent episode of MasterChef UK eliminated a Malaysian contestant from the quarterfinals when judges criticized her chicken rendang for not being crispy enough. That set off a Twitter storm as irate Malaysians criticized whether the MasterChef judges were qualified to criticize Asian foods. That's according to Malaysian media reports. In Indonesia, a cabinet member has threatened to shut down Facebook if there is any evidence that users' personal data is being harvested or if the platform fails to crack down on fake news during upcoming elections. The minister noted that Indonesia had previously blocked the messaging app Telegram, and he said he had no hesitation in taking that step again. This is Leslie Schaefer, and that's how the world looks from Singapore on Tuesday, April 3rd, 2018. Have a good evening.